0: welcome to according to flint the innovative podcast reaching beyond the western demographic with stories humor and interviews now here's your host Flint rasmussen well welcome everybody a little bit of the world according to flint and another great guest this week uh, honored to have him. I'm going to say, I'll call him my friend. longtime friend. Has a couple number one hits. And I will say this. I'm going to throw this out just because I love the year because I can relate. The 1998 top new male vocalist of the year. I say 1998 because 98 was like my big break in the rodeo business. It was the first time I was picked to do the national finals rodeo. So we're... Nice. We're kind of we're similar in in ref time references age time yeah. references all of it. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you, brother. How's everything going? Uh, you know, it's going good. It's um, we get to do this. I think we're all lucky through everything going on in the world. If we have some semblance of staying busy, I think that's a good sign.
1: Yeah. That's that's I great. Agree. I, that's that's why I've been doing my Monday night uh, live from the bunker shows. Yeah. Uh, I did, I did 15 or 16 of them straight every Monday night. Uh, and this, this past Monday night was the only night that I took off uh, because I, you know, it was kind of like my my computer folks and those guys were like, hey, we're, you know, it's my anniversary. And I'm like, still got to work. Yeah, come on. You know, but, What's that about? Um, but, you know, yeah.
0: Uh, I will say, I start with the hard hitting stuff. I, I, I do want to say for the people out there, there is no better sing-along Pandora station to travel down the lone, lonely highways with than Mark Will's radio on Pandora. That, really? Uh, it's my sing-along. It's my go-to sing-along. As a matter of fact, driving from where I live to this spot right now, this morning, right. Jacob's Ladder. Boom. Really? Right? O- I mean, right out of the gate. So I, I got to know, because I've listened to... Garth Brooks Sirius XM station. I've listened to Steve Warner Radio, Pandora. Do, do they just throw your name on there? Do you have anything to do with what songs go on those things?
1: Well, what they typically what they do is they 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 go with the music that like I listen to. So, they they kind of take the I believe, I believe this is how they do it. They take the reference of like the year that uh-huh. Jacob Slatter came out in 1996. So they take that year. And then they also, you know, we all have our own stations. We all make our own playlists and stuff like that. And I truly believe that they, you know, once you publish that playlist, they look back at it and go, Oh yeah. Okay. We, we, yeah, we, we understand that. And so they'll take some of those songs. I mean, I've got, I've got a lot of Steve Warner. Um, I've got a lot of Merle Haggard. I've got a lot of, you know, Waylon and Willie and, George Jones and stuff like that in my playlist that I listen to all the time. So I think, I think that's where they get it from. Well, it, it's funny cause it does.
0: Cause if, if I'm a fan of your music, I catch myself every song. This morning there was a Keith Whitley song. Tommy yeah, Shane, Tommy Shane Steiner was on. Uh, what if okay. he's an angel anyway? So, uh, is your cut pretty good? You, you get a little cut of that it, like 63 cents a month from the subscriptions is that kind of I make a point zero zero
1: zero zero nine cents
0: <laughs> i yeah uh, i so, received i got a, a check in the mail a couple weeks ago from screen actors guild from yeah. a movie i was in years ago two dollars and 19 cents see that's what's see? getting I'm me easy. through
1: that's what's getting me hey, through these. They're <laughs> right there. they right, right there is one Snickers bar. Yeah. If if they're doing the buy one, get one free.
0: Yeah, at the movie.
1: If they yeah. are. Yeah,
0: you know, never. That's you how I'm get getting through. through these uncertain times. That's <laughs> with those, jack. Through. Speaking of that, through all of this, I, I, I'm sure you have too, but I've done, believe it or not, Mark, I've done a lot of interviews through all this, different things. Have you really? Uh, yes. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate wow. your your surprise. Uh, well, I, well, no,
1: no, no. You're you're really good at it. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of sitting here in what we call the war room at the house. Yeah. So, I'm I'm just praying that it doesn't start raining because I got these big skylights above yeah. my head and when it when that happens, uh it sounds like You know, I don't know what it sounds like. I'm being pelted with rocks. So, (laughs) well, we all—I didn't really think—I didn't
0: think this out very well. Well, it's funny because you can watch the news, you can watch ESPN, whatever. Everybody's got their their Zoom set. I mean, that's now. I have started looking when when we first started today. I looked behind you. See, this is kind of my Facebook Live set, but I have one at my place too with a jersey and you know. It's it's well orchestrated. I see you've got some patriotic things. It's almost a buckle uh, thing in the background. You got a pretty nice set
1: there. These are these are my mili- these are my military coins or some of my military. Mm-hmm. I have like one, two, three, four. Five, I have like five displays of military coins. I could actually I I actually prepared just in case you wanted a tour of the room. Really? I did prepare a tour of the room. You did? I did. I would, yeah, that would be great. Can you give us okay, a? Okay, yeah, hang on, let's hang see, on. Let's see, let's see. Hang on, let me see, let me <laughs> see what I got here. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to start, I'm just going to hit the remote on the thing and it will wow, take you around the room and show are, you what everything is, okay? You're so here we go.
0: ahead of most people in this.
1: So okay. this right here is a flag that president george w bush signed for me oh shut um up. man which is which was which was very cool that's great uh we did a bunch of events with him to welcome home troops and uh, that was one of the quotes that that he had said right when 911 happened and so a friend of mine did the the print and they uh they did the they, he signed it for me and then right next to that is uh is a couple of things that's that's my tandem parachute ah. jump that I did with United States Army Golden Knights and a dust-off thing when I was in Afghanistan. And uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know what number four is. We'll see. Oh, Oh yeah. Here you go. That's oh, one of my deer. This wait. was, um, <coughs> that's a this nice, was, nice, this was a deer that I went on a wounded warrior hunt and, uh, and I got, and let's see. And then that's we can it, go wait, my, Hold on. that's, a, that's a nice elk. white tail. Where'd you get that big
0: white tail? Where was it? Wh- it wasn't like, it, so it was one of those fenced in deals.
1: It, was, it, it was Well, it was, yes, <laughs> yes, but it was, I mean, it was like, you know, I don't know, seven or 8,000 acres oh, yeah. yeah, that we were, that we were hunting in and, and actually, well, i take that back. I say yes, but where we were hunting was actually not a fenced area. We went on a, we went for a wounded warrior hunt, oh, uh, when I, not, hold on, not wounded warrior, but some injured, some injured, sure. uh, injured guys. Sure. Um, and there's on, an elk. I got to come, come back to me because now we're talking, but yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah, we, that's uh, okay. We did we did uh, a hunt with some wounded uh, special operations guys. Yeah. And uh, and so that's where we went. And you have and some I elk up
0: there. You don't have to go back to the elk, but I know you're an elk hunter. You and I have talked about it. Well, didn't yeah. you tell me that part of, and I, I want to come back to the troops and the warriors, but you had told me a couple of years ago, a few years ago, you, you hunt elk, uh, the meat, your daughter does better eating elk meat than beef. Am I, am I on the right track? Didn't my you tell me that?
1: A, my daughter has a very rare digestive issue where her body doesn't process fat. Mm. And uh and so in the midst of going through uh learning about all this kind of stuff, her a couple of her doctors, we had we'd had a specialist in Atlanta, and we ended up leaving that specialist in Atlanta and going to Nashville to Vanderbilt University. And um the basically what they told us was that her body doesn't process the fat. So we started her diet on Turkey and, uh, you know, and stuff like that. And, and I got the opportunity to, uh, to do an event with RMEF Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation out in Vegas. And I was telling, uh, I was telling the guys about that and I was telling David actually. Yeah. Uh, so, so David and I were having a conversation, and uh, and they hooked uh, Macy, my youngest daughter. They hooked her and I up on a on an elk hunt, and uh, and we went twice. We we did two different elk hunts, and the the two elk that are up on the on the roof here are on the ceiling. Uh, one of it, one of uh, one of them is hers from her very first elk hunt, mm-hmm. and then she actually has her other elk. Uh, she has her other elk head. In in her music room. Oh, nice! Uh, right over there. So,
0: nice. yeah, nice. Um, you've showed us a lot of the 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 troop stuff. Something from the president, I guess. You know, and I made a note that you've done a lot of work uh, entertaining troops and traveling. I guess what I like is I wasn't really aware how much you did that, and I respect that more because we've come into this world of. It seems to be everything done, whether it's, uh, it doesn't matter what you can pick on social media. It's more of a, hey, look at me entertaining troops. Hey, look at me doing good. You've kind of, in my mind, done it under the radar a little bit, which tells me it means more to you than just optics. Uh, There's a real depth.
1: Yeah. It's the way it should be. I mean, we shouldn't, you know, you and I, I think we, I think we discussed this. On one of the the shows that we did in Vegas a few years ago, but but and and we may not have, but just in case we didn't, I believe that we shouldn't make a living off other people's sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe that if you want to go and entertain the troops you go and entertain the troops. I mean, of course, everything we did was in conjunction with the USO and with the United States army. And, and we traveled some with the Marine Corps and we traveled a lot with the air force and, and we've done a lot of stuff. We've done done a lot of stuff stateside. We've also done a lot of stuff. And, you know, over, over the years in Iraq and Afghanistan and, and Kuwait and Uzbekistan and, You know, and, and, and yeah, we got to do some neat things in Hawaii and we got to go to Japan and we've done some really great things, but you know, and we'll post a picture of it and we'll do some stuff like that. But, but I think that personally for me, and it's, it's, it's nothing against anyone else and, and how they market, you know, what they do or anything else. I just always believed that it was better to do it because you wanted to do it and because that's where your heart was than to gain some sort of notoriety or some sort of, you know, accolade for it.
0: Right. Well, I see. There's always something on social media about, oh, look at these basketball players gave their classmate a new pair of shoes because he couldn't afford shoes. Sure enough, there was somebody there videoing it. Crazy. Just give the kid shoes, man. Just, you know, do it Uh, anyway.
1: uh, Here's an NFL NFL player that donated, you know, $100,000, you know, just do it. Yeah. Just, just do that. Just do it. You know, I mean, you know, and, and, and during, you know, during, you know, a, a pandemic during these times when, when there's a lot of stuff going on, I mean, you know, I, I always feel like it's better to, for people to know that you support them and you don't necessarily have to support them. Uh, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be something that you're doing to, you know, to tell people about, I mean, sure. I'm, I might be, You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we don't need to make a visual. Why? Did I say something? No.
0: Drink your vodka out of whatever mug you want to drink it out of, Mark. That's, that's (laughs) your, that's your prerogative. Uh, You bring up through the times here we're going through where uh, we're, we're both in the entertainment business, just in different lines, a little. And What we're going through in Montana is the biggest thing in the summer in Montana is rodeos. So people talk about Absolutely. the rodeo business. With me, it's PBR. With you, it's music. I right. I tell people it's it's the live event industry, whether it's Broadway, whether it's concert tours, rodeos, professional sport. It's all the live which right. is in shambles right now. Absolutely. But uh my brother and I have taught my brother is a is a professional rodeo announcer and he put it a good way that everything that feeds us literally and emotionally has been taken away, whether it's money, income, but it's that whole, everybody in that entertainment business, there's something right here that needs to be filled. And I think emotionally people are hurting. I don't want to lessen other jobs, but I know in my, uh, I've been keeping busy, but there's sure something missing. No matter how much we do on the computer, like you talked from the bunker or whatever uh, the name of it is, it's still, there's a connection missing, isn't there? That we need.
1: There is there, you know, I mean, in, in one way, in one way it's great because, you know, I can, I can sit on the computer and bring my guitar in and play. And in one hour have a hundred thousand people that are engaged in that. Um, However, there's still this disconnect it's it's you know it's it's like when you go to a you know this weekend I'm I'm playing in Franklin North Carolina it's our first show since March 12th or maybe 13th and um you know and and but it's a drive-in concert so you know it's a 4th of July celebration it's on the 3rd of July um but people are are coming in coming to the show in their car. They can't get out of their car. Um, I'm going to be on stage with the band, with everybody right there, and we're going to play. And instead of people being able to clap, they're going to they're going to like honk their horn and yeah. flash their headlights at me.
0: They used to do that uh, when I played little league baseball. All the parents yeah. would park their car and they honk their horn. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, and that's great I mean at least there's a feel of connection there I've noticed that I have I don't sit I'm uh, in the next little while gonna get back in the arena and I don't catch myself craving the job that I do as much as I'm craving looking at people and seeing a difference I made in
1: their day does that make sense amen well it's and it's the same thing for a singer you know I mean you know, I'm the guy that's had a lot of sad songs. I'm the guy yeah. that's had, yeah, no um, You know, a, 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 <laughs> be nice. Uh, you know, I'm I'm the guy that's had a lot of those ballads. But you know, but but I will say this: you rarely, I rarely ever see anyone having an emotional connection to 19 something. You know, they're just smiling. Hey, love the song, you know. Where whereas when I'm on stage and I'm singing, don't laugh at me, or I'm singing, wish you were here, or I'm singing something like that, and people are standing out there and they're they're fully emotionally engaged mm-hmm. with with the song that I'm singing, that uh that's the biggest payoff in the world for an entertainer. And yeah. and and I have to say that, and then I also have to counterbalance that with saying. It's very hard for me to look at people when I'm singing that song because yeah. if I look down into the crowd and it's somebody that I've never met in my life and they're looking up at me and just bawling because of a song, I I cry too. Yeah. It's very hard not to. That would
0: be my uh, mo- that would be my mother,
1: by the way. Yes.
0: Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Um,
1: you know, it's just one of those things where you, we are, we're, we're in a, we're in a strange place in our world right now where, where everything that brings us joy or brings us peace um, is, is seeming to be put on hold. Yeah. And, uh, and that for me is, uh, that for me is, is hard because I've spent the last, just like you, I've spent the last you know, 24 years, uh, bringing people entertainment.
0: Well, it's funny that, and, and now I get to thinking back. And I think the first conversation I had about this was with you, that music's a big part of my life. I don't make a living with music, but since I was a kid through high school, I was involved in music. And I want you to know, I made a couple notes here. And one of them was music should touch it. It should spark an emotion. And I had three songs. Don't laugh at me. Wish you were here. 19 something because yes the the obvious uh, emotions that are tough the emotions are obvious in don't laugh at me wish you were here right. by the way we're in Montana Mark I do wish you were here you should see this place yes. the weather's nice it's paradise it's summertime eight days a year anyway. <laughs> But I want to, I do want to. I was so looking for what you were going to put right there because I was like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, you no. no. But but I do want to, I don't know if I disagree with you. So the first two are an obvious obvious touch emotionally. 19 something, we are close to the same age. And so our references are similar. When I hear 19 something, it does touch an emotion because the references in that song, which was the most played song on country music radio. what 2000 for a decade to, for the decade. That's right. For so
1: decade, yeah.
0: it does touch an emotion to me. It makes me smile, it, yeah. but there's also, uh, the space shuttle fell out of the sky. Uh, the yeah. day Elvis died, my mama cried. I mean, to me, it's a roller coaster. It, it brings you here, stretch Armstrong right. and then it's the space shuttle. To me, it does touch an emotion. It's just a different kind.
1: Yeah, well, and I meant that more as an analogy from, you know, from from having a lot of those sad songs. I mean, look, you know, I very in my lifetime, the songs that I grew up listening to, you know, I can count on on one hand um, the songs that truly, truly touched me. And, and they were all sad, you know? I mean, me yes, too. some songs me some too. songs make you happy. Nope, but I'm you know, a, sa- I'm a but sap. I'm sappy. Me too. Yes. Me yes. too.
0: Uh, yeah, wish too. You, wish, you sang Wish You Were Here on my show in Vegas the first time you were on and my mom cried. Yeah? Oh, that song. I said, you don't know that song? I don't remember. She said that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah, I'm sappy. I'm sappy. Um, you... We all in every business you're in, I think, maybe not every day business, but every type of entertainment business from uh, every professional sport is the entertainment business. So, whether it's an NASCAR, right. bull riding, rodeo, my background, music, there is that one place that is held sacred. I was trying to think of it in my business, could be the fam- the Pendleton Roundup, where I know you have played. I actually, I've told you this, I changed the words to 19 something. I rewrote the song for the Pendleton Roundup. It's And I know this touches emotion with you. The Grand Ole Opry is when you see someone that that you just know the Grand Ole Opry touches them and that's a place they go. I see that in you. And I'm always curious. A a night at the Grand Ole Opry, it's just got to give you goosebumps. You walk in wherever you go in the back door. What a that's the sacred place to you, isn't it?
1: Yeah. It's, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's two places that really ring for me when, when the words Grand Ole Opry come up and that would be the Ryman Auditorium, yes. which is, which was the, the long home uh, the held the, the Grand Ole Opry show The the Opry is a show. It's yes. a, it's the longest running radio show in history uh, celebrating, I think it's celebrating its 95th year now. Um, but it's, it's been, so this Saturday night I'm on the Grand Ole Opry and it is the 4,931st consecutive Saturday night to hold a live radio program. Um, so, so these, so so it has
0: continued through all of this in some semblance of the Grand Ole Absolutely. Yes.
1: It has continued. Um, it is, it can, it was, it went on during world war II. It went on. I mean, it's, it's, it's been, it's been on every Saturday night for 4,930 consecutive Saturdays and Lord willing Saturday night when I get to Nashville, uh, and we'll play the 4,931st, um, but but yeah, man. One of the cool things that the Opry does now is it it, it provides people with the ability to buy like a, a package, and and that package you go into like a green room out front, and uh, and you get to visit. And and typically, how it works is um, you have you know hors d'oeuvres, and they have drinks and stuff like that, and they they play you a, a video of everything, and then uh, and then sometimes. Um, they'll bring an artist in and we do like a Q&A. And every time that I do that, I always go, I always go, okay, show of hands. How many of you, it's your first time here. And it is crazy at how many people will raise their hand and say, it's my very first time at the Grand Ole Opry. Mm-hmm. It's my first time in the Opry House. My first time in the Ryman, um, you know, or wherever the show's being held. And and that to me, that is, that is so special because in our world where, you know, instant access is everything. I mean, come on, man. I can, I can tell you anything I want to know right here. I can, I can, I've got it. You know, I've got my computer, um, for people to still get out and, and make that trek. Some of them across the world to come to Nashville, to come to the Grand Ole Opry, to, you know, to spend their summer vacation traveling from Alaska all the way down to Nashville for their first time at the grand Ole Opry, you know, I mean, that's, that's very cool. It is a, it is an emotional place. I mean, this, this Saturday night will be my first time being back on that stage since I want to say February Yeah. Um, because with COVID shutting everything down um, and, and the Opry was the Opry respected the fact that I lived four hours away from Nashville. So, you know, I was I was beating their door down. I was like, I'm ready to play. I'm ready to play. Put uh, me in, coach. You know, knocking uh, on the door. And they're like, look, you know, we're 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 trying to do this with folks that are in town. So they don't have to stay in motels. So they don't have to drive and all that kind of stuff. And I appreciated that. But I'm ready to be, I'm ready to be back on that stage. The this Saturday is going to be awesome. It's going to be myself and Sarah Evans Ooh, and yeah. uh, the Oak Ridge boys. It's an all-star cast. And, uh, that's so an all-star cast, cast to yeah. To celebrate the of July,
0: Vince Gill. I always like to see those moments when you're invited. Do they call it an invited, asked to be a member? Yeah. And the yours, invitation. Vince Gill. That was your guy, yeah. right? Are you, were you and Vince friends before? How does that?
1: How they? Just whoever's there. How would that work? I don't really know. I don't know how that worked out to where it was Vince that invited me. I, I do know that. Vince and I, I've been a huge Vince Gill fan for the better part of my entire life. I mean, I can remember being 13 years old, maybe 14, uh, going to Nashville for the first time. And, uh, there used to be, there's, it's now a library. It's right downtown. It's right across the street from the old convention center, Mm -hmm. but, uh, used to be a mall. And, um, I went in that mall and I bought a Vince Gill cassette tape. Oh yeah. Um, And you know, and I'm 13, 14, maybe 15 years old. Um, But I've always been a fan. I've always been a fan of the music. You know, when I call your name, pocket full of gold. I mean, we could go on and on and on. What about pure Prairie league days? Wasn't he in pure Prairie league? Yes, he was. He was. Mm -hmm. You, you kind of, you surprised me there. You pull that one out. I am a
0: plethora of culture flowing out of me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. That's, yes. uh, huh. Well. Yeah. So I mean, you know, Vince has Vince has been a friend for a long time, and so for him to for him to surprise me and tap me on the shoulder as I was walking off stage, and him go, "Hey, man, come back out here and sing a song with me." Hmm. Uh, that was it. Was like, okay, what are we going to sing? And and he said, "I don't know." Pocket full of gold. And 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 you, inst- so you you you
0: instantly was, said, "I can't sing that high."
1: That's Vince well, No, I sang like, that song for him. Oh, oh, wow. I sang that song for him. That's, that's what was funny was that. So one night we were doing a private event at the Grand Ole Opry and it was, it was a police function. It was for the FOP, uh, Fraternal Order of Police were in Nashville and uh, they were having a, a big, a big to do up in Nashville and they had booked a private Opry. And so it was myself and Craig Morgan, who is a, uh, who's a Leo. And I believe, uh, I believe, I know Vince was on there, but Vince had laryngitis. And, uh, <laughs> and so he walks over to me. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sitting on the side of the stage and he walks over and he goes, Hey man, come out and will you come out and sing a song for me? Because, you know, I'm, I'm hurting. I said, yeah, man, what are you, what are you mean singing? He goes, I don't know. What do you want to sing? And I said, I don't know. And he goes, how about pocket full of gold? And, uh, I was like, okay, and he hits a C chord on the guitar, and I was like, he slipped the ring off. I was like, Ben, that's that's too low. And he goes, you got it. He goes, well, <laughs> he goes. Where do you want to sing it? And I go, give me an E. And he goes, E. And I said, yeah, give me an E. And he hits an E, and I was like, he slipped the ring off his finger. And he goes, perfect. And he got up and walked off. And that was my. That was my, you know, uh, opportunity to like run through the song. That was it. Mm. And sure enough, we um, we performed "Pocket Full of Gold" on stage. He does it in F, of course. You know, I mean, he could sing tenor to a dog <laughs> yeah, whistle. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, so yeah. yeah. So that was that was our that was our oh. time to sing it. So you know, that's that's kind of how it went down. That's how it happened. Well, if you got his number, we'd love to have him on. So you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 You know, he, just, lo- if, he, he loves when I
1: call him out of the boy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just, if you could, if you could right now, write it on a big piece of paper and hold it up, we'll just, yeah.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is you don't want our friendship to continue. And when I say our friendship, I mean mine and Vince's. Oh yeah. Exactly. That
0: Vince's oh too. yeah. Oh yeah. I, that, that makes no difference <laughs> to me. And by the way, I'd video the fight the whole time
1: this to put yes, on social yes, media. Yes. Well, you're videoing now. I can, yeah. I can see right here in the edge of my screen. It says recording. Yeah, I guess
0: recording. so. It's, uh, um,
1: you know, I have
0: girl, my girls are very musical. Uh, my daughter writes songs and they're on, by the way, just a little throwing that out yet out at you. Yeah. yeah. And they love, Oh, you know, there's a, especially in small town, Montana. Hey, you got a good voice. You write some songs, go to Nashville. Everybody's ready. There, there's better music on the street corner in Nashville than I'll hear in any bar in Montana. I mean, it, it's be- music is such a beautiful thing, and for something that's so beautiful, the business can be not so beautiful. Uh um, no, the
1: business, it, the business is like anything else. The business side of it sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh,
0: it's almost. Uh, I've heard people say it's putrid. It, it, it it's. Uh, whatever's next sort of, uh, it, and you, I've always respected you because you've stuck with your niche, what your, uh, I mean, the, the things that have made you what you are, you've stuck with it and you still get to stay busy entertaining people with that music.
1: You know, I would, I would say like everything else, you know, if you, if you go back and you look at, you know, how the, the business has changed, or how it's transitioned, or whatever you want to use, whatever you know, whatever analogy you want to use. There, um, it, it's it's always been something that the that there's a portion that always stayed true to what they loved. Mm-hmm. You know, you do have some people that. You know, they just want to make it in in an industry and they'll do whatever it takes to make it in that industry. And that can be Hollywood. That can be um, that can be music. That can be, you know, professional, you know, bullfighting or whatever. I mean, um, whatever, whatever your world is, whatever, you know, you'll have your people. I have just always, you know, since since I started my career in ninety six. Um, there have been a couple of times where the record label has come in and they've said, Hey, we want you to do this. And, you know, and being a team player and there's a difference in being a team player and just being a total sellout, Mm -hmm. being a team player. I was like, yeah, man, you know, we can do that. We can, we can do some stuff that, you know, that kind of changes it up a little bit and, and, uh, and puts a different spin on it. Um, But, but all in all the music that I've recorded and that I've put out, I didn't I didn't there's there's one or two songs that I look back on and I go, yeah, man, I don't I would have looking back on it. I would have never done that song uh, mm-hmm. or whatever. But I think we I think we've all done that. You know, it's not it's not selling your soul to the devil. It's right. simply, you know, working with the the powers that be. But but especially over the last decade, like the new music that we're getting ready to put out, you um, is straight up 100 percent exactly what I wanted it to be. Perfect. Uh, it has the ability to compete at today's market, but at the same time, it has the uh, it has the heart and the the soul and the the reverence of country music. And so, you know, that's that's kind of that's where I'm at. That's what I've been doing. And and hopefully, we're you know, when once all of the craziness here is over, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna get that new music out there.
0: Well, and you can grow that mullet back out. You know, get that shag, happen, get so. that flow going.
1: You know what? You know, it's going to become a, it'll be, it'll be a, it'll be a comb over. That's what it'll be. You know what's
0: missing, yeah. right? You take your cap off. So before, I, before you took your cap off. So before I let you go, I think what you need is like a really good cowboy hat, like a camouflage. You know, I, uh, it's funny you would mention that because yeah, weird, huh? <laughs> It's almost like being I knew, somebody
1: that that oh never
0: wears a cowboy
1: hat. Yeah, <laughs> rightly I wasn't, so. sure. I wasn't sure. if I was going to need this. You know, uh, I wasn't sure if, if coming into this, you were going to have your cowboy yeah. hat on, uh, and I had, I had fought all morning with like, you know, what am I going to do? I went down and I I got my George Strait uh, cowboy hat, and my head had obviously grown. So I, I was, I was, I was forced to go with <laughs> the Toby to- Keith. It says Toby Keith. <laughs> it does. Oh, I've, I've, I've no. literally, I have literally had this hat for, man, I don't know. I would say 10 years. What'd you do? Buy years? it
0: at the Toby Keith bar and grill
1: what, or at a concert you paid to get in? I did not. <laughs> I was somewhere doing something. And I needed a hat. I needed something other than, like a you know, than a than a cap. I don't know. Maybe I was fishing or doing something like that. And I wanted something to, kind of you know, flatten out and yeah. have some fun with. And and I saw this one, and I just decided that that's what I was going to go mm-hmm. with. So I I bought the camo. Well, maybe because I had the As flag a, on the side. Yeah. Well, I
0: I do want to compliment you that it was a uh, terrible choice.
1: But uh, no, I mean, you
0: look great in it, Mark. I mean, that's what I meant to say.
1: <laughs> uh, you meant exactly what you said. I, yeah, and that's I okay. did.
0: I don't apologize for what I said. Well, let's, right. uh, right. being up here in Montana, I know some people. Let's get you back up here and get you another good elk to go on the wall. How about, come up, bring you? No, know, you-
1: uh, yeah. I would love that. I am I I'm, uh, I am. am. am uh, just as happy with putting a cow in the freezer as I am putting a bull in the freezer. Uh yeah. So yeah, if you know somebody that mm. wants a belly to come up and uh, and take an elk, uh, you you send them I, my uh, way. I'm more than happy to uh, to do that. And uh, you know, oh. and and yeah, maybe maybe while we're up there, I can I can get a appropriate cowboy, cowboy hat.
0: hat. I know people for that too. I know people can get you an elk and a cowboy hat. Look at that. I got you know you get Vince Gill's number. I'll get you an elk. How's that? listen Please, um, I'll call Vince first okay yeah Vince, yeah Vince funny. this is what's on the line for me that's what you can tell him I got an elk on the line here look man you don't understand you get to
1: travel with the Eagles but I need to go elk <laughs> yeah
0: exactly exactly Listen I always appreciate you and and from day one when you came to my show in Vegas you've treated me as a as an equal I will say and I appreciate that and. I will tell you and I probably told you before I have been a fan since 1996 and I will lay this stick on you too there there's this thing in in sports in entertainment where the people you kind of idolize and look up to they say you never want to meet them in case they don't turn out to be the person that you thought they were you are not you you are more you're I consider you a good friend and I appreciate it and uh, to well, take me, the time to do this it's I'm gonna, great. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna lay this on you and and this is sort of an apology. I can, I can promise you this in 25 years, I've probably met people in the middle of something or in the middle of doing something that, that I, I was, I wasn't as kind to as I probably should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we've, I think we've all had those moments in our career where there's something going on where our focus is here yeah. and somebody walks up and says, hello. And you're like, hi. And you know, and, and whatever. Um, I can tell you that in the last decade for me, I have, I have enjoyed people. Um, I have enjoyed being around people. I have enjoyed um, doing, doing the things that maybe early in your career, you don't always, you don't always take the time to realize how cool it is that you're getting to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you and, and the Rocky mountain elk folks, I mean, uh you know the Grand Ole Opry folks the people that I have enjoyed getting to be around and getting to work with um that's been very special for me i mean when you when you get to make a friend like you and you know like you and i have, be- and we've become friends mm-hmm. when you get to make a friend uh outside of of your world um it, it's that's very nice it's very cool and i know that i could call you if i needed something and just like you guys call me and said hey man will you do the we do the show with us? Absolutely. You know I mean? I'm sitting here at the house and if, if I wasn't doing this, my wife would have me vacuuming. So <laughs> I totally chose
0: you. Oh, look at that. Over vacuuming. Oh, chose me over vacuuming. You see that? That's, that's yeah. real. That's single tear. Like- that's here. Well, listen, it's, it's good to chat. Come up. We'll get you an elk. We'll do some music. Um, Mark, it's always good to see you. And we'll do it again soon. Mark Wills, everybody. Thanks, buddy. See you soon.